Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome to Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast. I am so excited. Today I am joined with two very extremely gifted psychic healers, Naria Blue and Roman Gonzalez. Thank you both for being here. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about them. Naria has been called one of the nation's most highly esteemed and respected mediums. She is among the top 100 psychic astrologers in America. Naria is a clairvoyant energy healer who helps clients develop and manage their power and creativity while giving clarity to life solutions. Naria does alchemy and clearing work has done exorcisms, practices psychic design where she goes into homes and helps to create spaces that enhance conscious living and bring abundance and peace, and is a medium who speaks to the dead. Nuria is referred to as a leader in the mystic arts, as well as Hollywood's secret psychic, but I suppose now the secret's out. Luckily, this is the perfect place for that. Roman, or Spirit Wisdom Online, is a meditation and spiritual teacher who focuses on empowering individuals through the process of spiritual counseling and healing. Roman is clairvoyant. He is able to read auras and guide people to creating the changes that can be made to live happier and more fulfilling lives. Roman is also an accomplished fashion designer and stylist who incorporates his intuitive abilities into his art emphasizing that clothing has the ability to initiate powerful energy that can bring abundance, love, and success when styled the right way. I just want to say I think it is so cool that both of you incorporate art into your spiritual gifts or I guess your spiritual gifts into your art. I feel like um, being creative has been something that, and I mean, we're all creative. And so incorporating that into what we do for me personally, speaks and I feel like it just resonates more with my being and my creativity and passion, really. Yeah. To me, uh, creativity is a spiritual practice. So I feel like it's kind of hand in hand. I feel the same way. I've always just delved into different creative arts and tried different things because I feel more like an artist at heart than a psychic. If you think about it, Michelangelo he channeled that ceiling. Yes. Right? Leonardo yes. da Vinci. He channeled, right? Yes. Great songs. Channeled, right? Great roles. Channeled. If anyone is interested in this subject, there's a book called Big Magic that talks about this. I don't know if you've ever read it. No. Mm. It was, it was, it's a book um, by Elizabeth Gilbert. And she talks about ki- kind of how art is channeled through us. It's a spiritual practice. It really is. Yeah. It's all it is. It's just expression. Yeah. 
Okay, so I want to say before we really dive into this, we spoke briefly last week and you mentioned that in a lot and if not all of the appearances that you've done, you're told to sort of reel it in, you know, uh, entertain, <laughs> but don't irritate. Yes. Make sure people are watching, but are not, um, you know, disturbed by any means. I want to be disturbed today. OK, this is a podcast about secrets. We like crevices. The dark, 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 dirty places. I want all of it. We're going to get into the, all the dark cobwebs <laughs> and take the flashlight to the yes, dark. Yes, okay. please. Okay. I hope I don't regret asking for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know that there are skeptics listening. So I was wondering if there is any way you guys could sort of like into it or channel something about me that I could, I could, either, could either confirm or deny that would help soften the skeptics. I'm not skeptical, but I know it's good to be skeptical sometimes. Will be. Being skeptical is not a bad thing. Right. Um I don't know about you, but I don't really feel like I don't care if people are skeptical. Right. I know that sounds terrible, but you know, I always go back to you got to believe in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And you can be skeptic to a 100 million things. Just don't be a skeptic to yourself. Mm. You know, you guys may not care about skeptics, but I do. I want them to listen and be all in. That's why I was wondering if we could have a little, a little something. Give me a little treat. <laughs> okay, you go for. You want to go first? Go for it. Me? Mm -hmm. uh, I have, need a minute. Okay. Like, you guys have to tap in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, I need your full name. It's Alex Weiss. And your month and day of your birthday. 11-17-95. Wait, 11-17? Yeah. I'm 11-18. <gasps> Scorpio. Yeah. Mm. Did you already write a book? No. Are you writing one? No, but I want to. Yeah. You're going to write a book. You're really just embarking on all this right now. So you may get into producing other shows. You may go... Am I allowed to say all this stuff? You can okay. say whatever you want. Um, you uh, are open to a lot of different opportunities. I mean, you'll forge your own path, I feel like. Um, but you are creative, but you're creative in more visual film, writing, things like that, from what I can see. I feel like that's accurate. Once you fall in love and kind of go that direction on having a family or settling down there'll be more projects for you what i gotta have love first well it'll ground you a little bit i feel like you're still kind of flying around true and and just to add from from that sort of creative space the other energy that i was noticing in your space it's sort of this family energy that you do tend to hold on to that takes a little bit over and there's quite a bit of your mom's energy. So whenever you're going to put yourself in that sort of spotlight, I mean, we can go back to your childhood, but even now um, there's some of that resistance from, from the family that uh, in, in case, like from what I'm seeing, like your mother's energy that comes up and it's like, no, like Alex, like it, it, it unconsciously sort of creates this limiting space that, you know, um, I feel like it, it holds you back from pushing yourself even further creatively. 
You know what's funny? My mom, her name's Nancy. And we joke about her being a negative Nancy because she <laughs> is. So, I mean, I hear what you're saying. You're not wrong. Did you grow up at East Coast? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good family? Yeah. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. like Vermontish kind of looking yeah. kind of place. Yeah, really good family, fun, like not a lot of best. drama. Like, yeah, they did their best. They're good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you kind of just rolled into what you're doing. How many different schools did you go to? Two. And what, what were you studying? Business. I have a degree in business. No way. I, I mean, I do. I know, but I'm saying like <laughs> I, it's not a bad thing. But like it more, you're like more colorful, like I know. animation, I was just like doing what my parents told me to do. Well, that's yeah. you know, it goes back to that sort of like okay, you have to be in that safe sort of yeah. space, right? The conservative right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And, and now finding that voice, giving yourself that sort of vision for yourself of of what you want to be, who you want to be. So that's it. It's really quite fascinating that you have completely sort of detached you went you did it you made everybody happy in that sense but then you finding yourself has been you know not only gratifying but also your power you have a lot of that personal power to say you know what i made this for myself mm-hmm. it's one other thing sorry um I- i'm not sure that you believe in love <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) okay i mean i believe in love like uh, as a conceptual idea right but for you like the Mm -hmm. reality like you don't really believe it it's very kind of um it's almost like there's one door closed kind of what you were saying so there's a door closed and then there's this other dream door of like well maybe but i doubt it like that whole like wouldn't happen to me so I feel like you living your life and you being happy is going to bring you into wherever you need to be. Honestly, there's really not a lot that you have to try with. Uh, I don't feel like you're going to like you struggle with a lot. I feel like your being is pretty light for Scorpio. Mm. Um, I just went to Peru and did an ayahuasca ceremony. Maybe that's why. Okay. That could be. <laughs> I hope that helps. Okay. I mean, I'm sure it does. Oh, it helps very in, energetically in many human. ways. I've never done it, so you know, it, it it's talk about creating space, and mm-hmm. I feel like you did that by <clears throat> by you taking that approach. You know, uh, of like, okay, I want to go and find more of of me and my being, and you know, in terms of opening up your heart, you want to. You know, you, you're you as a being, as a spirit, you're like, OK, I want to give myself that space. Mentally, you might fight it. Emotionally, you might fight it. But also, I feel like you haven't met that person, that person that is going to speak to you, to your being, to your creativity, to that sort of passion that resonates with you. Mm. What's her name? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's. We can work on creating that space. I get them in animation. Mm. I get them in like animation. What do you mean you get them in animation? Like I get his being like in animation, like in the in like he's in that, that industry. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like within two years. Within two years, you're you're pretty, pretty more soon. ready than you are. You're just kind of staving it off, like you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could hear you guys talk. About me forever, but I know that we should move on to the viewer's secrets. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You've got mail.
Okay, so I just saw your story about having talented psychics on the podcast, and I don't know if this is relevant to psychic healers, but I'm going to share it anyway. I have had this crush on a longtime friend of mine whom I've contacted recently after six years of not speaking. We just grew apart, lol. When we first met after years, it was like we've never separated and I absolutely was mesmerized by her. The problem is that I am also a girl and we live in a very homophobic country. Aside from that, recently me and my friends went to a fortune teller. None of us believe in fortune tellers, but we thought it would be fun to see what each other's fortunes are and check if they come true. The fortune teller told us some really specific qualities about our families and us, which honestly quite scared me. It totally slipped my mind when she that she was famous for guessing names. And when it was my turn, the fortune teller described my crush so accurately. Then she wanted to guess this boy's name. I was mortified. She inked the paper that I was writing my fortunes on for my hand and started to place letters of her name. The letters were also accurate. I started to panic and say it's kind of it's kind of a strange name. It's unisex. It's feminine and things like that while also looking at my best friend and mouthing, what the fuck am I going to do? The fortune teller guessed her name and said, well, this is a girl's name. Are they a girl? In a weird tone. Turns out I convinced her so well that it is a boy. Even one of my friends believed that the girl was a man. I am a lesbian. Anyways, I avoided homophobia once again, and the fortune teller said he also had feelings for me. P.S. I don't know if I should believe in fortune tellers. Some of the things already came true for me and my friends but my friends say that it's just a coincidence and make fun of me for wanting to believe it i have a few questions first off is it possible that a fortune teller or psychic i don't know if you like the term fortune teller can intuit names information that is that tangible yeah at times there is yes when you say at times it's just sometimes you have access to something more and sometimes you don't mm -hmm. whatever is coming through mm -hmm. sometimes i have more detail on people and other times i don't it it, it depends on the person um how open because usually the more close off you are you're already putting that energy oh. you know so if you're coming in again with this sort of like skeptic energy and it, you sit down and it's like okay tell me my future and you're close you already yeah. close yourself off to the possibility oh, it's like anything where you kind of Anything. Will something into existence by belief. So if they think it's nonsense, they're going to be more closed off and then you actually can't do as good of a job. Absolutely, because you, they're already putting that, that resistance and that energy. So if someone's really open, are you able to, could you see events of their past? Or Because I remember when we, we spoke briefly last week and you talked about being in a room with people and you knew that someone had cheated on someone else in the room. The seance, yeah. I did a, a seance, like 10 people at a table, and they all wanted readings. And so they wanted me to bring different people in. Meanwhile, it was like, um, you had an affair with them. Like, it was <laughs> like, two people in the room had an affair, like, and yeah. their significant other was in the room too. Yeah. <gasps> and it was like, there were a lot of issues. There were a lot of issues at this table, but they wanted me to bring all these issues up, apparently. So, um, you get what you get kind of thing. Like even when I bring in people from the other side, it's you can never force it. Do you agree? I feel. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, you know, even, even with like spirits from the other side, like they we have a, a perception of, oh, they're going to be like this. When in reality, maybe they just don't want to talk to you. Like okay. I, I had where, you know, um, the whole family's there and then the spirit's like, I'm not talking to them. I'm still mad at them. Mm. 
And then, you know, the family looks at me and they're like, no, that's that's him or that's her. And I'm like, you know what? This spirit is extremely upset at you guys. Wow. For whatever reason. I've had um, at one point I had to bring somebody in and literally I was like, I don't know what she's saying. She's speaking in another language. And they were like, she only speaks Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) You got to find someone else. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people come to you with love related questions. Do you ever know immediately that someone is with someone that's not their match? And do you tell them? A hundred percent. Always. A thousand percent. Right. A thousand percent. Like, leave them now. (laughs) Absolutely. I I have clients that are thriving because they're married and they're happy because I was like, get rid of them. Okay. So I'm curious. Do you ever sense things that you don't share with people because you know that it's not in their best interest to know or it's too dark? I've I've told people, I've read murders, I've read people in prison, I've read people who I said would be killed. I've prepared people for death for their families. I've warned people. I have gone into people with comas and wow. talked to them to prepare for families. I have told people going to prison to not take the plea deal. Um, I've warned um people different roads not to take so it's just part of life it's just part of what we do how are you going to be a psychic and only deal with the light and deal with only the light when it's like of course you have to prepare people and i've had people come back and say thank you for preparing me for my father dying there's all kinds all kinds of questions all kinds of people come in and ask like the most bizarre things mm-hmm. you know we all have different kinks different things that stimulate or even if it's dark even if you know sometimes we just a lot of it's dark yeah like it, you know um we're, we're all looking for some kind of healing some kind of validation yes. and you know just because we're in a dark place doesn't makes us bad mm-hmm. really good point mm-hmm because the human existence, I think people all want it to be, I'm good and I'm light. And we all have a dark side, which right. is our power. Yes. But, I mean, that's a huge part of spirituality, right, is bringing light to the darkness. So, of course, you shouldn't. It makes sense that you wouldn't withhold that information from people. Let's go on to a different secret. Hi, Alex. There is no good way to start this secret, so let's just get into it. This also isn't a complete secret. There are... Some people in my life who've heard the story. So I want to say this was about three years ago now. My friends and I took some mushrooms. This was common for us. We did group trips every month or so. However, this time we were going to trip in our friend's house, of which I'd never been to before. Normally, this would make me say no right away. But because he was a good friend of mine, I figured it would be all right. Fast forward to us taking the mushrooms. We didn't have a scale, so we eyeballed it. If you've taken psychedelics, you know this does not work. Do not ever eyeball. Things are all right. We start all feeling the come up at the same time. And we're listening to Fleetwood Mac Dreams. If you've seen the YouTube lyric video, you know that shit's trippy. So that got us all really into a different reality. About 20 minutes go by. Two of my friends go into the kitchen. Me and my other friend are sitting on the couch in the pitch dark. Only thing illuminating the room is the music playing on the screen. At that point, it's now playing triple red. I don't know what song it is, but it's creepy as shit. All of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see a man walk into the living room. I, of course, do a double take to see if it's one of my friends in the kitchen. It wasn't. He also didn't go away as I kept looking around the room. I 
instantly began to internally panic. I kept telling myself it wasn't real and it would pass. It sure did not pass. He continued to look at me and my friend sitting on the couch with almost a sweet grin as to say, look at these fuckers tripping in my living room. I couldn't understand who this was or how I received this, how I was receiving this information. After about five minutes, which felt like hundreds, I quickly stood up and told my friends I had to go outside and I could no longer stay in the, in the house. I made sure to ensure them it wasn't anything bad. It was good, actually. I just couldn't in that moment grasp what was happening to me. I sat on the front lawn and held onto the grass, trying to calm myself and tune into what was happening. This is already very long, so I'll cut to the end. The man who I saw my friends was my friend's deceased brother. He had passed away years ago in a very tragic way. However, I hadn't known any details of that or really ever knew about it, as my friend didn't like to ever speak of it. That day, I saw his brother. I have always been connected to spirit ever since childhood. However, I could never pinpoint what caused my feelings, my premonitions, until that day. If you have any more questions, feel free to contact me. I wish for you and everyone listening love, happiness, and abundance in whatever form that may be. Um, I have a few questions. The brother that this person saw. When you die, uh, and when you guys talk to ghosts... I don't know if that's the term you want to use. Spirits. Spirits. Are they, can you talk to any spirit or or is a spirit in some sort of purgatory? Does that make sense? Like at some point you pass on enough that you're not going to be interacting with this you Talk to dimension. spirit now. You're always talking to your, an, well, you can talk to your ancestors all the time. Right. You stay connected. Um, and depending on if it's a discord in like a, a, you know, sometimes like they're upset, sometimes they're pissed. It, sometimes they're nice. It depends on what you're but bringing it, in. Are there spirits who are like past even further? Yes, if that makes sense. And then because you always hear you hear this idea of like there's a ghost with unfinished business. You know well, what I mean? Well, Crossed over. This is yeah. how this is how I see it. You know, um, like, and I'm gonna talk about a little bit of a personal story of mine because. I had a near-death experience, right? I was actually underwater for about 10 minutes or so. At least my body was. And I can see my body underwater, and yet I was looking at myself, and I couldn't explain that. And I was about nine years old. And so I'm looking at my body laying in the water, underwater. My sister's screaming, looking for me. But... What was going through my head was like, wait, what am I? If my body's sitting, or my body, not sitting, but laying in the water, how is it that am I here? So with that in mind, I remember going to a little bit of this, I just got a little bit peak of what I call the astral mm. world. Mm -hmm. And it looked very much like the human world. Um, there was no cars, but... Um, you know, there were streets, there were schools, there was hospitals. Um, there was all this life, right? And I was at peace. I felt at peace. And then boom, I got back into my body and I was out of the water, right? So from there, uh, whenever a spirit will show up growing up, I became more receptive and sensitive, you can say, to energies, right? And Naria might relate to this. But so when I was um, growing up, I had this sort of like, okay, there is definitely much more to life, right? 
And to answer your question, it depends on us, right? Where we're going to be. You know, if we're, if we're hovering pain and punishment, guilt, and all of this, we're gonna, energetically speaking, we're going to be stuck. You know, and that's what we called a ghost. You know, either we hold on to the family member that passed or, you know, or that spirit is holding on to that, their family, because they don't want to let them go. Mm. They, they Spirits stick around for many reasons, right? And then there is that next step, that middle space that I was mentioning where, you know, you, you go back to that space where you're working, busy, going to school, there's schools, there's all this in the astral space that nobody really talks about, right? Because we're not just born yesterday. That's not how it works. We're a being having these experiences. And after that, from my own personal experience, what I have seen is that when you work on yourself to develop yourself further as a soul, as a being, uh, they are higher levels, higher levels of awareness and understanding that, you know, um, we are able to connect with that divine source even further. Are you telling me that there's like an astral plane here and something else could be going on? At the same time. At the same time. Mm -hmm. yes. There's astral plane. When, that, when you were talking about that story, there was a lot of uh, interference. We were getting in the headphones and we've never had that I've before. I've just noticed that. And you'll see Ooh. me. I was started playing with this because I'm like, how do I make that go away? <laughs> Oh, does that mean like someone astrally is like, hello? Yeah. Do you sense anything going on right now in here? Well, the energy I, in this studio, I can tell you that there's a couple of different spirits already. Yeah. And yeah. also ancestors. And there's another thing I wanted to add to this, which is I um, have walked into rooms before. I walked into uh, a friend's house and I walked in and I fell back on the wall because I was like, what the hell? There's like all these women with hats on and she <laughs> and i was like what am i seeing and she said you're freaking me out she's like my aunt vi who was in hancock park used to play have bridge parties and so these were all the women that i saw playing bridge and they were still playing bridge so to me it was more of like there's also very much like um the imprint of spirit being there. Absolutely. This kind of reminds me of the idea people say, we understand time is linear, but spiritually it's not linear. So no, when you... Spear, spears. It's it works everything's in Everything's happening at once or it's looping around? Because when you say you walk into that room and they're still having the party, it's like it's not necessarily happening, but it's the essence of them. It's the essence and the, the like the, almost like the, the energetic blueprint of them being there. It that, was so powerful with so many women coming together in a room. And the fact that you're able to pick up on that, tune into that energy that used to be there because that energy was there. But I, that's the thing. I, I don't try ever to pick up on this stuff. I'm sure you it, don't it, either. It, no, it, it just, just presents itself. Yeah. So there's certain people that are open psychically. Would you say that everyone has spiritual gifts? We are all spirit. So yes. Absolutely. But not necessarily psychic gifts well it it comes back to us you know um, because we can we have our intuition it speaks to us everyone does right everyone does you know 
um, some, yes, more sensitive than others. And also it's your choice to actually dive in there further or just leave it as it is. Well, so I wanted to ask you, do you have any tips for people who are interested in enhancing their spiritual gifts? Can I I say something about that really quick? It's really important, I think. Because thinking about that, like, yes, people want to enhance their gifts, but you have to be really careful on what's driving you. What's driving you? Because I have people, clients that are crazy psychic or friends that are psychic. They're like, I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's too much. And it's almost frustrating at times because you can see it's, you can't really say anything, but it's more like you have an obligation or responsibility. Some people have a responsibility. Other people have a purpose. Other people just want it for whatever the hell they want it for. For entertainment. For entertainment, for playing around. And you can't play around. You can, but you're going to get in trouble mm-hmm. if you... So it depends on what... So yeah, absolutely. There's so many things that can, that can enhance, but it's like anything else. Developing a muscle of opening up and... um you know, I've had so many not fun experiences delving into this world too. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it it's not all just fairies and fun sunshine. and games. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely. Like yeah. I never saw myself doing readings for people. You know, but spirit always right. find a way to push me yeah. because you get to see. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not just butterflies and unicorns. You mm-hmm. know, you get to see dark things and 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 you know, which is ultimately is the truth of things and and light yes so it's a balance of things right i love that you guys are warning me you're like this isn't this isn't something to just decide you want to do uh, the child in me is like okay i hear you but what are your tips for, for my personal spiritual growth meditation yes meditation has been my to go to in terms of finding first of all about me mm-hmm. a relationship with myself with disabilities that I didn't understand you know it took it took some time but you know um within that space of of my inner being that I begin to practice I begin to you know create that that quiet space with myself and and listen and and go from there and it was consistency how often and how long do you meditate well, I meditate every morning mm-hmm. and I try to keep my meditation an hour. Mm. So I want to kind of add to that a little bit. Okay. Everyone has their own style. Right. Some people meditate while buying stocks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Other people meditate by painting. Yeah. So one of, the, one of the things that you want to find is how do I meditate? You might meditate horseback riding. Yeah. Right? I meditate secret coming out through the night, literally through the night. I have meditation going. Like while you're sleeping? You mean? Yep. Through the night till 6 a.m. I'm not kidding you. How do you differentiate that from simply sleeping? I need it. I need it from my spirit. I need the transmissions. I need the connection to the divine. Are you asleep or you mean you're you're literally awake meditating? I'm, a, I'm half awake, half asleep, and I mm. keep coming in and out. To do you turn do it on purpose or that's just naturally what your body does? On purpose. Oh, how do you keep yourself like semi-awake? I don't, I don't, I, it's like I just it's have it going 
so that I am connected all the time because it's about connecting to the divine. So like last night, for instance, I went into the trees, just trees, because they give me peace. They make me happy. When you said you went into the trees, you mean like talking to them. You're like inside the tree? Feeling them, talking to them, understanding. Because I just want to say, I I went to Peru recently to do ayahuasca and one of the, I like was truly like one with the tree at one point absolutely so oh it's so God. funny hearing you say that if you told me that like a few months ago they're like, like people you, okay you oh, yeah you're crazy playing on the branches but no no like in the, obviously the only way i could get there was you know this like psychedelic and this is something that you can tap into but mm-hmm. i understand that you can tap into i don't know i guess like putting your consciousness somewhere else absolutely you're connecting everything's alive yeah so you're going in and connecting. So when and when you expand that much, you expand to knowing that it's not just you. Mm-hmm. You are it's everything. There's more of a peace that comes over you, and, you well, and then you start to really feel it out. And you're like, oh wow, that tree is like this energy or this creature. You know, there's a cat in my courtyard that is neglected by the owner. Mm-hmm. And I talk to him all the time. Mm-hmm. Comes and talks to me like. So there's, like, everything's alive. It's not just us. There's a million other creatures. To be clear, when you're speaking to animals, it's not, like, English. It's an unspoken understanding of one another. Well, he's, he's talking, like, you know, like his meowing. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't know where your mother is. Like, but you I'm sorry, buddy. Like, saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's And I just kind of, like, praise, you know, I'll be like, you have such great lion energy. Like, just... Just to kind of keep them alive because Aww. you're literally like giving, stroking yeah. your cat, that cat's ego a little bit. Is to, that- ke- to keep them alive. I feel like he would die from yeah, starvation. Of of, yeah. yeah. I want to move on to the next one, but I have one quick last question about this, which is, could you very briefly just say, are there things that get in the way of, in, of intuitive gifts like... Um, you know, certain drugs or like does alcohol, is that a hindrance to spiritual connection? I believe that already, but I don't know. Or like pornography, for example, a lot of this like kind of tangible stuff that people are addicted to. Those are the lower base things. And chakra. So, yeah. Those lower base chakras, right? Survival. Survival, right. Survival. We, we work from, you know, most of humanity does work from that survival space that well, they've been kept in it yeah absolutely that mm-hmm. programming limiting you know space of you know you do what you can to survive right and so in terms of yes there's many different things that that hinder you know it could be gossip there's it could be spirits you know there's also of, of entities course, spirits entities you know when you do you're you're big on drugs and 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 you you open yourself up and you're receptive to all this energy comes through and out you know what I mean? Like a hotel, you You're know, check attach. in, check out. Yeah. So there's so many things that block your intuition. Your, you know, it's like before you go into a meeting, but then you got into a fight with your boyfriend. Now, whatever you're going to go and do with at the meeting, you know. Right. Guess what? So, of course, the day to day things like perhaps like getting in a fight with someone or there are things that are harder to avoid. But what are like, would you say just point blank? There are some things to avoid like alcohol. Because it opens drugs. you up. Drugs, alcohol, pornography, gossip. You know, things that, you know, yeah, um, pornography. There there can be, 
anything that takes away from you guilt, ultimately what I feel that hinders your communication with spirit and your gifts is guilt. And shame. And shame. Mm -hmm. However you collected that, wherever you picked that from, whether it's from your childhood, whether it's from your mom or dad, whether it's from your environment, from work, whatever causes you to feel that way, it's going to hinder not only your abilities, but your relationship with yourself. So I am a deeply spiritual person and I have always believed in the craft. I always have been involved in magic and find it often works for me. However, there was this one occasion where I regret it working. There was a boy in my class who I really disliked and he was always mean to me. He bullied me on a daily basis and essentially it got too much for me to deal with. One day I had had enough and I did a little spoken curse on him. I just wished a little something would go wrong and humble him and it did. I came into school the next day and I found all my classmates deeply distraught. It turned out in the night he had fallen very sick and had to be rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. It was there after rigorous testing and being stuck to a drip, he was diagnosed with diabetes. I felt awful and so guilty. He had never shown signs of diabetes before and I feel that maybe if I hadn't have cursed him, it wouldn't have happened. I never meant for it to go that far. I only wanted for him to stop being mean, but instead he got sick. Safe to say, I will never curse again. Is this legitimate? Like, could this really happen? Yes. Curses are real. Can anyone possess the power of cursing? They don't know it. People curse people every day. I have heard that idea before. Like, I forget what the book is. It's the five agreements or something. And one of them is being... The four agreements. The four four agreements. agreements. Mm -hmm. Be impeccable with your word because Mm -hmm. everything you speak is a spell is a spell Mm -hmm. so everyone can i've done it i mean i i've removed curses too family curses and it's not something that i looked for it just happened and so it was like okay i have to do this now so you learn that's how you sort of learn the craft too you you keep engaging yourself with your strength and your abilities and you you sort of ask for guidance where it's like oh i can do this now like you you just are gifted more gifts when you begin to open up. And the more you engage with it. The more you engage, but it's more with the divine. They just, it gives you more and more. What does seeing a curse even look like? Well, I did an exorcism for a house. I also did a, 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 removed a curse from, for family, for my family. My family was cursed. So it's a lot of crying, a lot of removing, a lot of going in and fighting, a lot of, it's a lot of very mystical. Um, so you say fighting, you're like, you're lit- you're like this, but yeah, you're, you're but fighting. You're, but <laughs> Think fight, Dr. Strange. But fighting in the okay. astral. Okay. Yeah. In fighting the astral. in the astral. Right. And um, uh, so it's a lot of fighting and clearing and, you know, and I know people that go to battle in like at night for people too. So there's a lot of spiritual warriors for people. So um, they're not easy to remove. It takes time. So this place, this was a place was cursed. And so I went home and um, for three days I worked on this. And after that, I was like, I I don't want to do these anymore. I don't want to do exorcism. Anymore. What were you doing during those three days? What does that look like? Uh, so I went to the house. I walked. I went in. It was an old plantation celeb house, right? And the first thing that happened, beautiful home. First thing that happened was because they were being haunted. Five kids, husband, wife. I channeled the woman who the house was built for. So she came through. 
I remember um, speaking and crying at the same time because they loved the house and it was built out of love. And all the people that were coming in were shitty. They were like, didn't care. Were just didn't care about the house and homes are energy. Absolutely. And so there was no love. There was no warmth. There was none of that. So once I channeled her, then I kind of went around and assessed what was happening in different rooms. Went up to the attic. I mean, came off the elevator. It was like a cluster. It was so intense. And I almost, I called a friend of mine that does exorcisms. And I was like, can I do this? And he was, he was like, of course you can. But walking in, it was like, it was so heavy, intense. And it was, it wasn't one spirit. It was a cluster of spirits that had like gathered and taken over and were demanding and were terrorizing the kids. So they were all sleeping in one bed. So I kept going back and clearing and commanding. You have to go in and do you come in the name of God and the Bible verses and it's like something out of Constantine, <laughs> only you don't see the, the <laughs> demon leaving from the mirror, you know, but it's like you're really in battle like that. Then I have to go home and keep removing and also clear myself right. too. So, yeah, for three days I went back. And, and you can sort of astrally see this energy in your and meaning what, I don't what? Know, like, like obviously I'm going to walk in the room and I'm like, that's an attic, but you can see stuff. Oh, it's for this. It wasn't even seeing them. It was a feeling yeah. that was overwhelming. It was so powerful. Yeah. I was like, holy, f can I do this? It was like that intense with and this. And when you're fighting them off, what does that even mean? Well, I didn't fight with them. I was reasoning with them okay. to leave. <laughs> bargain. I, yeah. I had to bargain. And they were demanding and they were assholes. Well, what did they want? They wanted candy, jewelry. They were demanding. The, like You can't even give that to them. What do, what do they? No, I was like, I shouldn't have. I was like nice about it. <laughs> I called somebody else in. I called another person to exorcism because I was like, I want to give them candy. I want to give How them would, jewelry. So you, you can't. How would you even do that? Oh, you leave it. It's like an altar. Oh. It's like an altar. It's energetic because what you miss when you die is sex and smoking and drinking and it's the offerings, right? Yeah, that, they want mm, offerings. Oh offerings. hell yeah! Always, I give offerings every day to Gaia. Just apples or fruit. You, yes, offerings to spirit. We are not the only ones here. Like. I'm just curious. <laughs> Obviously, like the apple remains, even though maybe they're like energetically enjoying it. So then what do you just like take it away? It's yeah, like, oh, okay. you just throw it out. Every day I just throw the apple out and I'm like, oh, I forgot to feed you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, this is so interesting. We have crazy lives. Yeah. We have crazy lives. Like people have no idea. And and, and going back to curses and, and such, you know, um, going back to the whole everyday you know, it's like when we're angry at somebody, you know, we project that energy to mm. them. We put our energy in their space. Their energy gets put in our space. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Now it's a whole mess of energy intertwined. And that calls forth more negative energy to just come through by law. Because we are what we project. What we put out, we receive. Well, and you can neutralize things. I do a lot of neutral. I do a lot of like air magic from my Egyptian days of being a, pri a priestess. 
So I'm learning in this life that we're bringing it back in this life where I can, I can blow, I can breathe. There's like, I can do a lot with. Okay. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, so I, I, I brought this up. I was in Peru. I did an ayahuasca ceremony. There are shamans or maestros that yes. facilitate the whole yeah, experience. Yeah. And there was something that they did in every ceremony so many times. And I wish I asked them, but I just had no idea what it was. They went, first off, this is what they do before they, they give you the medicine. They like, they go like this and then they go, Phew. what is that? Well, it's like you're breathing energy into that. Deliberate intention. It's the intention is the energy. It's a blessing. So if we, they're, you know, consciously putting intention yes. into the, okay. Yes. Interesting. You can work with, yeah, you can work with air. I do it all the time. I calm things down. I neutralize. I send stuff. Well, it, it, it's like with, with your lucky charms, you know, your sexy wear, you know, uh, sexy dress that you wear that you already know that makes you feel good. Or you already have your favorite shirt that you just had it for like, I don't know, years because it makes you feel a certain way. It you, you already put that energy in, right? Okay. So you put that energy, you know, however you choose to. And it could be in a, in a ceremony, consciously, deliberately to project that into that specific space. Or we do it sometimes unconsciously. So I wanted to ask you guys how people can kind of protect themselves or clear themselves of negative energy or curses. But would you say uh, intention is is mostly a lot more than intention? Yeah. Or or burning sage. You know, or it takes yeah, more. Uh, yeah, it takes a lot more. And also there's, you know, if you're here's another thing protection wise, if you are connected to the divine, nothing's going to touch you if you're truly Tapped in. Tapped in. Yeah. And you've got to kind of walk into battle with that. And, you know, thinking about, let's, you know, back to the whole cleansing of your energy, your aura, right? We have we have a human, we're, I mean, we're a human and we have an aura, mm-hmm. right? So we carry a bunch of energy, you know, that we collect from the day. It can be a sponge, you know. Your aura gets contaminated. Your aura mm-hmm. gets contaminated to your environment. Uh, places, people's energy, friends that they dump everything on you. And so I get this all the time whenever, um, you know, as I'm performing energy healings with people. Uh, however, we collected that energy or curses or things like that that we collect. But uh, there is so many things that you can do in terms to cleanse, you know, people have crystals, people. Salt baths. You know, salt baths, which are amazing, you salt know, um, spending time Alchemy. in nature. But bringing energy in, just light with like sparkles. Meditation. Visualizations. Yeah. yeah. Visualizations mm-hmm. help tremendously. Color. Um, but also seek help, you know, seek for a healer. Seek um, help that somebody can help you to relieve you yourself. Of course, yeah. that can help you let go of energy that you might be holding on to, mm. you know. Okay. Thank you. To release. Releasing is really important. Our bodies are not containers. And people, if you notice, like, have you ever, like, seen a person, like, over the years and you're like, what happened to them Mm -hmm, kind of thing, mm -hmm. right? So it's like life kind of got to them and kind of piled on stuff. And so there's a whole, like, meditation that you can do where there's, like, a silver cord and you connect it to more of the astral where you can 
take everything out of your body and and release it because it's really important. Release work is essential along with inner child. Or or part of like my favorite thing to do is being grounded, right? You mm. um my my meditations usually consist of okay, I can visualize myself sitting on a tree trunk and that tree trunk goes all the way down to the yeah. center of the earth, right? Yes stretching its root to the core of the earth and allowing gravity to sort of push down all the energy that I collected from the day people's, you know, people that I work with. And and with that, any energy that we send to the earth, it's recycled. Yeah. It's, Alchemy. you know, we need more trees. We need more trees. We need more nature. Why do we collect it? Why do we hover and, and, and keep it? When we can just release it, transmute it, right? Like alchemy, transmute. Yes. transmute. And, you know, the other part of not just releasing and pushing, but you're going to replenish yourself back with light, Restore. right? Whenever you take something out, you always want to replenish it back mm -hmm. in. And I usually visualize like a bright gold sun with my own spiritual energy source, God's love, grace, and just bring that energy back into my space to kind of seal the deal. So we're going to move on to this going public segment. We usually interview a caller who has submitted a secret, but you guys have extremely interesting lives. So I'm just going to interview you. Uh, I'm going to try to go through it quickly and just get your answers because I have a lot of questions. Okay. Do you have any secrets from your personal experiences with spiritual and psychic work, M maybe mistakes, something that you've done wrong, an odd tool that you use, something that you don't want to tell me right now. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. I'm thinking of like, I've had a demon sitting on my chest at one point, like a dog-like creature. And that was sort of like, I had to call an exorcist. I called literally an exorcist who had to it had a name. It had all kinds of stuff. That's terrifying. Yeah. And um, he asked me his name. It's in a book. It's called um, Adversaries Walk Among Us. It's John Livingston. He was a big um, exorcist. I don't know if he's alive anymore. What do you mean it's in a book? Your experience? I'm, yeah, I'm in books. I'm in people's books. I'm, I'm in two books. One is the Salem Witch Trials. I have a chapter. And another one is um, Adversaries Walk Among Us. And it was that experience that you had mm -hmm. had. And it was really terrifying. It was a dog-like creature sat on my chest trying to take my breath because they always try to take your breath. Um, and it's pretty much he said that I was on, his, on their radar. This was dark times. This was like 1999. I was living in a haunted house. Um, there were a lot of spirits. That would push me, wake me up, all kinds of crazy stuff. But um, I couldn't do anything about that. Like, I didn't know what to do at that. I was not equipped, equipped. Yeah. at that time to do what I do now kind of thing. Wow. That's terrifying. It I, wasn't fun. What were you going to say? I want to add to that. I had a similar story with that. Um, you were on their radar. You know, when I was, I think I was like, again, probably like, 10 or so and it was like super early morning um i woke up and in this story i usually don't really share but uh i looked towards the hall of my room and 
there was a big, big cat um, looking for something. And I just was staring at it. I I just had, it was like 7 a.m. And my, you know, I grew up in a farm and my, my family was outside, my mom and sisters. And then I was like looking at the cat and the cat was looking for someone. And immediately I was like very uneasy, like in this like uneasy feeling because we didn't have a fucking cat. Like we didn't have a cat. And I love cats, but we didn't, I didn't grow up with, you know, we had dogs. And then that cat was not, I, I realized that it was not a cat. It, it, it was something else. It had these like beaming red eyes. Like it was possessed. It was some kind of creature like. And it saw me, it locked eyes with me, and it just pounced and it attacked. Luckily, um, we had, you know, mosquito nets like on, on the bed that the cat thing got caught up in the mosquito net. And it, 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 was, it was just, I knew that it was just after me and it was up for blood. I was crying, 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 crying. Uh, to the point that uh, my mom had come in and she grabbed like some kind of steak or something that she whacked that off that it, it just it would not just let go. Would you say that we're all we are all uh, susceptible to being energetically attacked by these things, but you guys are able to identify them or uh, you're more likely because they can sense that you're they don't want us here. Yeah. You know too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and energies will do, you know, whatever they can to sort of stop you. That's yeah. what I got right. from that yeah. because, it, you know, I I didn't even know. It, it just, it was at the house and boom, it attacked. Have you ever made uh, mistakes while uh, being, like, reading someone? You were like, oh, I fucked that up. And how? Um, you know, I, I, I want to say that I have, um, it happens, you know, in, in terms of like, but what is it you misspeak or usually it's, it's the way that we board things. Um, usually for me personally, um, you know, it's, and, and sometimes it could be the information. The information can be not necessarily for that individual, but maybe maybe my next appointment that is going to be coming up. Ah, you read the wrong energy. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it, it, it 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 we can as 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 insensitive as I am or, or or clairvoyant, you know, we get caught up entangled in in the energy, you know, and then boom, the energy, and then the other person can say, you know, that doesn't resonate resonate with me, or they go, oh, it's my friend who's sitting outside. <laughs> That's so funny. I have a question about death. Yes. Are we all so? This from this is my understanding. Uh, you know, you can read energy and that energy can help you understand what might happen in the future. But if you shift your energy, you might have a different path in the future. Right. So is, is there anything that's destined in life and is one of those things when we die? Well, this is how I see it. You know, we all have countless futures. Mm -hmm. Some futures are more predictable. Some of them are not right. Some are more complex. So depending on that individual, that sort of destined fate in terms of death, um, it can be pre-aligned. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Okay. Some people have death wish. 
too. What does that mean? Some people have a death wish for themselves. They just don't know it. Like they want to die a certain yes. way or a certain yes. age. I have seen that. Do I have one? No. No. Okay. You, you would know. know. Like, because it's something that I they mean, I don't know on. everything, but. Right. <laughs> or like you as an I would know if I had some sort of death wish. Oh, yeah. I would see it. Okay. Or I would like, yeah. I, you can, you can, you can see yeah, that. Your energy, yeah. your energy mm-hmm. can, that, that yeah. we tend to carry. No, you're a happy person. You're a pretty happy being. You get down and in, stay in bed at day times but for the most part you're pretty happy what is my aura a certain color that you can that's more your department What's, it's an apple green oh an apple green apple green with some kind of orange not halloween right um but also with a little bit of pink huh, and, and nice. the pink has to do the relationship with yourself which is your priority the green that you're bringing has to do with um bigger projects, things that you're creating, like writing, like, you know, Naria was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the orange has to do with health, you know, physical yourself, strength. health, eating, yeah. your body eating, that comes up quite You're going to change physical health. You're going to f- change your physical health. You want to. What do you mean? You want to shift your body. Like be healthier? Yeah, like be fit. Like not that you're not, I'm saying you're not, but I get I pick it's, up it's, on it's, it's that the you whole want. health aspect, you know, that and it's I, like a priority to me is what you're picking up on. Yes. Health, physically, mentally, um, emotionally are what you're that at least that with the orange color. That's what I see that it means for you. So that's basically the energy I'm sitting in right now. Yes. I see. Yeah. I would say all of that is a priority to me. Okay. Roman. Yes. How's my outfit? Am, is it what I should be wearing for today? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did good. You did good. It's comfortable. It's calm. It's sort of this like, I'm in a good space. Playful. Playful. Do you have any tips for people? Like if you can't personally style them, how they can be in better, dress themselves in a way that's in alignment. Well, color plays a big role. Mm. You know, if we're always wearing black, it's like, well, yes, I, you know, you're, 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 you like metal and things like that. Not necessarily. Or you can just be chic and black, but you also got to own it. You know what I mean? Uh, so color is going to play a big role in how you feel. It has a vibration. It resonates mm. with you. Um, like, okay, what is it that you want to push forward? What do you want to emanate your energy to resonate? Like, What's with, driving you? Even with me, you know, wearing this sort of off-white, sort of, you know, playing with that texture, colorful, um, you know, it, 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 it speaks about, oh, maybe it's peaceful. Maybe it's calm. Maybe it can be... Many things, you know. So what you wear uh, in terms of, you know, um, color, your color palette will speak a lot and, and, and tell you a lot about you. So you should tune into how it makes you feel, the certain Ab- colors. Absolutely. Fabric, statement. Right. Oh, fabric you are. plays a big role. That's like when I designed, it was a lot about fabric. It's a lot about your comfort level. Like if you're, well, I don't know about Scorpios, but like if you have uh, an earth sign somewhere in there, you're going to want cotton. You're going to want natural kind of down to earth mm. fabrics. Interesting. Right? Okay. I was gonna, Well, the good question for you now, I was wondering if you could, uh, Nuria, tell us, do you have any notes on the setup of this room? I think it's great. I love it. Perfect. I think it's really cute. Do you have any tips for listeners on how they can better put their spaces together like any like i love that easy or easy thing yeah um 
I would say, well, first, first off, like, again, you've got to know who you are. So what are you looking to do? Like, do you want it? Do you want just a clean space or do you want a cozy space? So it's a lot about your personality. Because when I do spaces, I use your chart. So it's according to your stars, literally. So it's like, I'm not going to give a Pisces a red rug. I'm going to give them something soothing, right? Or I'm going to go according to their being and their different intricacies of who they are. You can keep Scorpio that red rug. Yes, absolutely. I'll take it. A hundred percent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like a red rug. Well, yeah, you're Scorpio. Yeah. Do we have soulmates? Absolutely. And I just want to add in terms of the word soulmate. It, the word soulmate, essentially, it's going to be that soul that is going to bring growth to you. Mm. And it might not always be just about love. It might also mm. break your heart. Your soulmate will also break your heart because you will learn from that. Well, that's why like friends love. are soulmates, right? People you so, work with can be soulmates. Absolutely. People you and, meet, and yeah. We call that agreements, right? Mm. Agreements at a soul agreement that we create with people. So it's not always necessarily of, of, oh, yeah, that specific one. It's my love and I'm an obsessed about this soul and he or she or they or them, they have to love me. No. You know, it's more. Do you sense any spirits here in the studio? I feel like there's a lot of stuff happening in the studio. Really? Feels like it. Um, what comes up? There is this older lady. Um, more towards the back. I feel like more in the like back in the recording sort of studio. Um, she comes up as a very like bossy, um, and and it looks like she's related to um one of the guys in the back. Um, like who's here right now? Yes, yes. Like uh, grandmother who's super bossy. Like, um, this is how we're gonna do it. This is gonna be done, and it's just almost like, um. Like, wants to keep everything a certain way organized. That's my grandma was super bossy. I don't know if that. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, and, and, and the, you know what's, what's so funny? Because I was seeing her energy when I came in, I was like rushing in to get here. Um, but she was literally like standing by the door. So it's almost <laughs> like if Breathing. you're not doing shit right, she's like, I don't want you. Does this you know? mean that this grandma is haunting Eddie wherever Eddie goes? Absolutely. Like she's obviously Eddie's grandma doesn't live on set like no, here. But she but he she works follows here Eddie. And and she's a you know She's it, a producer. It, it, it's Put like, her on the credits. It's like, you know, it's her favorite like our uh, grandchild. Aw, Eddie. That's why I see it. She uh she used to obsess over me saying that I look like uh my grandfather, her husband, who mm -hmm. passed away mm -hmm. when I was young. Wow. Well, thank you guys for talking to us today, to me. Thank you. This is great. I really enjoyed this. What a blessing this. to yeah, be it's here. It's fun. And having us, for you, thank for you, you yeah. to have us here. So if people enjoyed this episode, where can they find you and your services? Just a little rundown. Well, they can find me uh, on social media, Instagram, Spirit Wisdom. Yep. I'm also uh, in Aura's world, physically. Um, I'm there some days so they can go to Aura's World. In Los Angeles. Here in LA. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Spirit uh, Wisdom. Spirit Wisdom Insta. Okay. Nuria. Mm -hmm. Uh Kimlovemuse.com is my website and Nuria Blue is Instagram. 
It's Naria underscore blue, right? Yeah. Yes. Very good point. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's your Virgo. And your <laughs> website, people can get your the sprays. sprays. Cozy Girl with I, it's C O Z I E G I R L, cozygirl.com. Cozygirl.com. Mm-hmm. Send us a DM. Send them a DM. Yes. Send, them, send us a DM, a message. Perfect. <laughs> thank you, guys. And thank you to everyone for tuning in today to Revealing Your Secrets. Don't forget, you're only as sick as your secrets, so send them to us. Go to speakpipe.com slash revealingyoursecrets to leave a voicemail or fill out the anonymous submission form at the bottom of my show notes. Today's episode of Revealing Your Secrets is a production by Cast Media. I'm your host, Alex Weiss. My producers are Eddie Montalvo and Katie Kurtwright. My associate producer is Brandon Klein. My executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. My editor is Bobby Semmelsberger. My technical engineer is Dustin Park. And design and animations by Jeff Schweikart. I'll see you next time. Thank you again. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Thank you. Thank you.